Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Positive Energy Phil podcast channel, where we talk about a variety of mental health awareness and wellness subjects. So today is another episode in a series I like to call Music and Mental Health, The Magic of the Melody. And this series is all about connecting with musicians similar to myself and exploring the impact music has had in their lives, especially on that mental health side of things. So today we will explore, to explore a bit about how music can be our salvation in the challenging times, but as well, you know, how we can inspire us to create in a way that inspires the world around us as well. So we're here today with our guest, Mr. Peabody. Thank you so much for joining us today. How are you doing today, brother? And I'm doing fantastic. I I'm mean, glad to hear it. I'm glad to hear it. Monday. Yeah. Hey, I feel like there, there's, you know, there's so much to be found in every single day of the week. Right. Monday, <laughs> Friday, whatever. A day we're, is a day, man. Yeah, we're, we're ready to create some magic no matter what. So, you know, as I mentioned in the introduction, you know, this conversation is about connecting music to how it helped impact our peace of mind and our mental health. And I know I've experienced a number of different times in my life where music helped create joy in my life or it helped me overcome sort of some sort of challenge. You know, it was there for me on both ends of that spectrum. You know, it was a creator of joy, but it was also a way to find salvation while struggling. So for myself, this, you know, this started at a very young age. I was around eight or nine years old. You know, growing up listening to my dad playing his guitar, we'd be singing along with him around the campfire out back, you know, singing Beatles tunes and things of that nature. So for me, that's kind of like that, that origin memory that I always attach to when I realized, you know, the power music what it had in my life and how much impact it had on who I was as a person. Do you have a similar type origin story memory from when you realized that music had that same impact for you? Oh. Um. Well, I don't know. I can't really pinpoint when it all first started, but I'm going to say around the same age. Uh, parents got divorced, lost house. Uh, police kicked our, our doors in, took my superheroes to prison. And uh, all I had was music left. So I kind of found my way. You know, we can thank Marshall Matters, a.k.a. Eminem, for that, because he kind of instilled into me, like, that there's this power of vocal expression. And all of a sudden, an outcaster can sign up, kind of fit into a certain crowd. But music, I could say from the very first time, I, I can still remember the hook and everything from the first song I ever wrote. And uh, it just took me to a magical place. But back then, I had no idea what I just tapped into. You know, I'm just, I just think I'm getting some anger out of me. But little did I know, I just, I just fell upon the greatest gift ever given to any man or woman for that matter. Yeah. So that's how it started. I didn't have like my father playing or anything like that, but I had a strong hip hop influence in my household because I had three brothers and three sisters. So big Portuguese family, but my three older brothers, uh, they all had different tastes of music. But back then it was like Wu-Tang, you know, Eminem, Tupac, Biggie. So a whole bunch of vernacular exploration was happening back then. So it was it was inevitable. But yeah, that's when I got my first dose of just how great music was, the escape, you know? Yeah. So it was really, it was a salvation right from the very beginning and a way to 
find a break from the world that was going around on around you. But like you said, it was kind of something that it was more powerful in hindsight when you look back and you kind of observe those years and you realize, damn, okay, that actually did get me through some really deep things that, you know, probably would have been a bigger challenge without it. And you kind of go, well, I'm grateful. <laughs> I'm grateful I had that at point, that point of my journey. Yeah, it was a it was a drug before I knew what drugs were. I'm just gonna put it like that. It was, you know what I mean. Some people, I'm a medicinal marijuana recipient, so or patient, whatever you call it. But we use that as an escape. But back then, eight nine years old, you're not even thinking about that. So music became that escape, and it's no wonder why they coincide. Even back to when jazz originated, and that's when artists first started uh, smoking cannabis. And then it all escalated there. They were using it for creativity. I'm big on history, man. So sorry, I might veer off topic hey, every now. It's all good. I love that. It's definitely something that I vibe with. I've always been. I mean, if you look at my bookshelf, most of the the books from the teenage years, early twenties, was it was always autobiographies of my favorite musicians because I loved, see, you know, getting that inside look into what it was like to be who they were and to think how they did and experience those things and. So, you know, in, in my life, when I became aware that my passion for music was growing, I found that you know, it, I was often seeking out these new bands, these new artists to be inspired by. And ultimately, some of these people became like idols, like you had mentioned, you know, our good, good old Marshall Mathers was definitely a similar influence for yourself. And, you know, so their larger than life figure kind of inspired me to want to be like them and to want to cultivate my own version of that in some way. So, excuse me, I found myself in particular, in particular gravitating towards singers of rock bands that had a lot of attitude and energy on stage. You know, people with a lot of charisma, kind of the ones that would make me go, oh, like it would be cool to be in their position be like doing that kind of thing. And so does anyone come to mind outside of, you know, who you've mentioned thus far that was a similar influence in your journey to writing and performing music by inspiring you to be you know, a similar kind of your own version of them? Well, it all started with Marshall Matters. I'll, I'll talk about other ones, but I remember, I just remembered this, man. I went in my brother's room. I had to be like nine or 10 years old. And he had a picture of this blonde headed rapper on stage, you know, as white as albino snow. And I've never even heard of him. And they actually went to one of his first shows. So I was like, man, who is that? So that started that. But when I first listened to Tupac Shakur, or Shakur, yeah, Shakur. However, if I butchered it, I apologize, everybody. But <laughs> Tupac Shakur, man, the way that he, not everything that he spoke was something that he lived, but he had this keen ability to be able to speak things that he seen through the eyes of the person that was living it in a very poetical way that just instantly I was infatuated with. And, and when you combine poetry, which that's what rap is, rhythm and poetry. A lot of people don't know that, but when you do that, but you actually use poetry, man, I was in gold from that point. I started writing poems, started writing. I'd be in class and they want a five paragraph essay. I'll write 20, you know, <laughs> just right in a way, just like, but I would have to say he was one of the strongest influences I've ever come across. Brenda got a baby. is like one of the most realist songs I've ever heard. And it just, when you hear somebody putting something real out there who's actually speaking about real life topics, but also trying to encourage a different point of view in the world, 
so that the same systematic problems don't keep occurring. How could you not? How could you not study that guy's work? It's yeah, crazy. Absolutely. absolutely. I love that perspective. And so, you know, let's, let's dive a bit back into the mental health side of things for a moment. You know, so while the music did inspire us in many moments of our lives, you know, it was also something that at times was a crutch of sorts, you know, helped us get through those tough times. So from that very, you know, from a very young age, as we both mentioned in, in, in different points of the conversation, it was kind of something that would help us when we were down and out. You know, it was something that would be our pick-me-up that got us back on the right track mentally after having a challenging moment. So, you know, you had mentioned that you have had some similar experiences like that in your own life. And so if, if you're open to it, can you expand on some moments in your life where the music was particularly impactful in helping you to, you know, work through that challenge or to take on that experience that your life was bringing you? I'm going to tell you when music had the greatest impact at the greatest time of need. Uh, through my adolescence, uh, like I said, the people I loved the most went to prison. So in some weird way, I felt that I could only connect with these people when my liberties and freedoms were taken from me. So as a child, I got in a lot of trouble. I went to a juvenile detention centers. And this is the first time when I realized you could take everything from me. You could throw me in a box take everybody I love away. But the very second I start beating on the wall and just start rapping from what comes out of my mind, I am no longer there. Yes, my body and presence was incarcerated, but my mind was freed through the power of music. And I took that and carried it through so many situations, but it's just so crazy that you learn that in a cell and then you, Later on in life, when other crazy things happen, where you're not in a cell, but you still need to escape, music was always there, you know? So that's when it first started. But I could tell you, there's so many songs I've made with tears down my eyes. There's so many songs I've made with big smiles on my face. But music has always been there, no matter what emotion you're trying to evade or embrace, it's there. And that's how I figured that out. Yeah, that's amazing. I really love that. I feel like, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, as you said, it's, 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 I feel like it's one of those things where music, much like any other kind of self-care or personal development or anything that kind of brings that peace of mind, fulfillment, joy, you know, that kind of good stuff to our life. You know, it often kind of seems to start from this place of escaping pain, running away from fear, and then over time it kind of our perspective on that changes and then it becomes it comes from a place of fueling ourselves with love feeding ourselves with a positive intent of you know letting ourselves take actions that we know serve our best self and bring us that kind of joy and it's really cool to see the transition as you had mentioned of how at times you know it does go back and forth but you see that evolution and that growth of it as you kind of grow go through your life yeah, it's funny because like when I listen to my old music, like from years and years ago, all you hear is anger, just anger and rage and outlash. But there was like a, a pivotal moment where I realized in my life that in order to succeed past the conditions that were given to me, I need to be able to take that same pain and anger, use it as motivation 
and not only use it as motivation, but empower others with it to say, hey, I've walked those same dark places with you. I've been there, broken, forgotten, neglected, invisible. But I learned a very powerful lesson that I can use these same things as motivators instead of destruction. And then you can, see, you can literally hear how my music transitioned. First, it was anger. Then everyone was like, oh, why do you always make sad music? And then it went from that to, I'll give you anger and rage, but I'll also bring you happiness all in the same song. So it, it's, that's the beautiful thing about music. I can listen to a song 10, 15 years ago. Yeah, I'm that old. And uh, I could go right back to the moment, you know? And that's, that's beautiful. And, and like when my brothers were incarcerated, there were songs that they listened to that I could listen to that would allow us to be together for those few moments. And no other thing other than music can give you that type of power. Absolutely. And it, when it, it comes, what comes to mind is I think back to when I'd be writing my own poetry and trying to write songs and even writing poems without music for, you know, I, I, I've published one poetry book of just, I found that for me, it was something that, you know, for me, especially during my mental health challenges, when I experienced depression, anxiety, suicidal thoughts, things like that, it was how I got those thoughts out of my mind and my chest and, you know, expressing it on the paper was really a way to release them and to kind of let them go in some way. And in the similar fashion, you know, my writing started very dark, very Edgar Allan Poe-esque, you know, it was yes. very ominous and like inside the mind of a madman of sorts. But then as I started to heal, as I started to transition in who I was, who I, what I thought of myself, the kind of ways I looked at myself in the world, you can see that change in the writing and see the transition, see the joy, the, the content, the love, the happiness, the gratitude. And I feel like it's something that's so powerful for people to see that you can take that dark darkness in your life and use that as ability to, like he said, learn from that. It helps you, inspires you to grow, to become a better version of yourself, to, you know, to just move forward in some way. And so actually one of my future ideas is, like I said, I published one poetry book that was more of the, all the positively tangent, tangent type writing. It was, you know, all the stuff in that healing portion of my life as I was finding joy. But then I thought, you know, there's power in releasing and sharing that poetry from the dark times. And so actually I was thinking of calling it light versus dark, the inside look at the anxious mind, because I thought it's something that is very, you know, very powerful for people to see that, yeah, this is stuff that occurs, this is what people deal with, but as well, here's the lessons, here's the beauty, here's the light that was contrasted against that dark and how, you know, it kind of evolved over time. Yeah, yeah because when you put it on paper, uh, anyone that's dealt with mental illness, they'll know that the subconscious can be your greatest enemy. So when you're able to put these positive things on paper and release certain things, even if it's dark things, you're releasing it from your subconscious and putting it somewhere else so you can move on. It's still there, but it's lingering with a less effect because you have been able to put it somewhere. And then uh, as an artist, when, you, when you're so transparent that you see people hear your message, they've walked similar paths, and you see the impact of what your transparency gave that person, when you see that, how could you ever give up? I mean, 
it's just impossible, man. It hits you in your soul. That's hundreds, you know, thousands. That's the percent. power of words. You know, I tell people this all the time because the power of words has been magnified in biblical terms. You know, no matter what you believe or whatever, there's people that have followed the power of word for a very long time. As artists, we're using words too. So depending on how you use those words will depend on what kind of message you're sending to people and what kind of impact you can have on the world. Yeah. If I sit here telling you, you know, sell drugs, shoot people, and murder as many people as you can, what kind of person am I and what kind of message am I giving out to the world? Uh, me being a person that's come from conditions like that and has seen the repercussions of living that glorified life, I would rather die than tell people, go out there and be a kingpin. You'll have all the women, all the Lamborghinis you want, because I know in the end, you're going to be stolen from everybody you love. No one will know you exist. You won't get one phone call, one letter. And all you'll have is the moment in time that you wish you never did. So, man, that's why I don't understand why people, even in my, even in real talk radio, people get mad at me because one of the main things I'm always saying is I prefer more, prefer more conscious rap. I prefer more substance. And they're like, yeah. well, we're, we're living in a dark world. So, yeah, I get that. But are you trying to make a difference or are you trying to be a part of the problem? Nah, I don't even know what the question was anymore, Phil. But. <laughs> <laughs> People, hey, when, when the fire is burning and the soul is going with it, you just got to trust the intuition and flow. But I feel like it's, it's definitely something that is so powerful of, you know, it, like you said, the the, the words we speak, the music we hear, the things we talk about, the things, every word we hear is like affirmation. It's, you know, so whether we're writing it in our journal, you know, I am grateful or I am peace of mind or whatever, you know, from the mental health perspective or listening it, to it in our music, it's one and the same. Our brain doesn't know the difference. We're, we're affirming those statements. We're affirming that mindset. So if you can inspire and uplift, you know, why not take that opportunity? So, and, and something you, so this is something that you and I connect on is that, you know, th these experiences we've had in our lives eventually led us to being inspired to create our own art, sometimes in a variety of ways, but music in this case, and it helped us to express who we are, how we understand ourselves, our thoughts, our emotions, you know, even the world around us. And so when it comes to writing music to express yourself what is the thing that you enjoy most about that process of creating your message and then crafting it into a song the thing i enjoy the most is, is the, the the journey and the process i say the journey because there was points and times in my life when i was going through my mental illnesses i mean from depression to bipolar to schizophrenia schizophrenia is the one that really had me I still have symptoms and episodes now to this day, but I've been a lot better since I've stopped using the medication that was prescribed to me. But through these processes back then, I always had to wonder, like, why is this happening to me? You know, we've all been there. If there is a, an almighty or an all-knowing or God, why would he let this suffering happen? Why would this pain happen? But through the journey, you realize, if I'm to save the broken souls, how can I do that if I've never been broken? If I've never walked in them same shadows and alleyways, how can I bring them to prosperity? How can I show them the light? So I say the journey because back then I was so angry about it. But then there was a point where I transitioned. I was like, you know what? 
the reason all even to this day, if something bad happens to me tomorrow, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to say, I don't know what the reason is, but I know that there's a reason that I'm going to be relatable to somebody now. And being relatable means I can touch their heart and I can say, you don't got to go that way. I've been there. Don't do it. Follow this way. There's light over there. I promise you just just hold on, man. So that to me, that's what I enjoy the most, because if you knew me back then, such an angry person, I would snap at the, the slightest inclination of any animosity. I create animosity in my mind just to outlatch. But nowadays, I'm the guy that's saying, hey, I know exactly how you're feeling. Trust me. What I'm trying to tell you is if you can hold on a little bit, there's a brighter day over there. And I would never be able to do that if it wasn't for music. If it wasn't for music, I would have never understood why these things happen. And that's when you sit back and say to the naysayers, you can say all you want, but I don't just have this gift for no reason. And when you've impacted people's lives in a positive way, you're always given the better gift because you walk around exuberant. You know, you're just like, poof, I am the light. <laughs> I love it. I, I definitely resonate and connect so deeply with that perspective. You know, I feel like <clears throat> it comes back to having that winner learn outlook. And it's like he says, isn't when stuff when challenges come our way, when life knocks us down, it's not about thinking to ourselves, why is this happening to me? It's about thinking, what is this teaching me? You know, how is this helping me? Where is the where is the gratitude I can find in this moment? Where is the, you know, the growth? Where is the lesson? Where is the learning? Where is this? Is this helping me serve my best self or is it not? You know, it's that awareness that it creates is so powerful. And I feel like in some way, that's almost why we experience these tough moments and these challenges at different points in our life is because like, you know, I really wonder sometimes if our soul, you know, craves learning, craves growth, craves advancement in our lives that it goes through these challenges. These challenges bring awareness of our limiting beliefs, our fears, our pains, our anxieties, our comfort zones, anything that's really stepping on our toes and taken away from us, creating our best self and serving that best self. And, but the beautiful thing about it is that through that awareness, now we can grow, now we can learn, now we can become one step closer to who we want to be. We can level up, you know, we can just keep swimming as Dory would say, as Zidon, you know, I feel like that, it, when you have that awareness, it's like a, a switch in your perspective happens. And now you're just on the upward trajectory because you realize that there is no win or lose. It's win or learn. There's either the good moments are affirming you're on the right path or the challenges are helping you to craft who you're going to be some way, somewhere down the line. Well, you know, being on that, right, that path to best self and like yourself, I used to look back in my 12, 13 years of depression and mental health struggles and think, ah, oh, that was wasted time. But now I'm really grateful for that challenge because it really helped me to be who I am today. And without it, I wouldn't be able to teach about mental health awareness and wellness and suicide prevention. It's like you said, without having walked that path, it's really hard to be able to like to shine the light on that path for others to then walk it themselves. Listen to you. Hmm? They don't know you walked that path. They don't want to listen to you. What are you going to tell me? You know what I'm saying? Oh, sit down, young man. I'll tell you a few things. <laughs> yep. And back to the, the power of affirmation, man. I've, I've been in sales for a couple years now. 
And that's when that really became apparent to me because you got these people that come in and from all perception, they're arrogant because they go in like, I'm not going to leave here until I get a deal. No, I'm going to get two deals. These are the same people that get deals <laughs> because they have convinced themselves. And not only have they convinced themselves, they've spoken it to where people can hear it. And that really taught me a lot. Like I thought I knew stuff before sales, but sales elevated me onto a whole nother level of understanding what the power of the mind is. You know, mental illness taught me how I can overcome things. Sales taught me how to master it. So it is, it is crazy. Like if you think it, you can it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Absolutely. It's crazy. I love it though. But yeah, back then, I didn't think positive thoughts, you know? So I had negative results. But nowadays, I'll see the positive in anything. I can get a flat tire and I'll just look like, oh, at least I'm alive. You can splash a, a mud puddle on me. I might get mad a little bit. But at the end of the day, how beautiful is the gift of life? Yep. And, and you know, maybe that moment connects you with someone who comes to help you with that flat tire. And that was a connection that you were meant to have. You never know. It's, I feel it's one of those things where I always trust my intuition and the gut feeling of, you know, does this feel right? Does this serve me my best self? Is this, you know, it, a lot of people are afraid to trust their, their gut feeling, their vibe and their intuition and all that kind of things. But I feel like it, once you have the ability to trust that feeling and to go with what it guides you every single moment, it never serves you wrong. When, you know, it, it, it's always a neon sign with a big arrow going this way, this way or it's a big stop sign with a big, you know, orange X on it. Our intuition always guides us well. We just need to kind of let it in sometimes, you know. I feel like some people have a keen ability to sense things instinctively, and some people don't. I've always been the same way. Yeah. I can meet somebody, and I, in my mind, you know, people say whatever they want in the first five minutes. I know if I can trust this person or not, just by my instinct. And it's, it's rarely wrong, man. You know, and anytime I went against my instinct, oh man, it has never turned out good. <laughs> never. So you're right. So, you know, I'm sure everyone who is listening or watching along would love to know where they can, you know, hear some of your music or check out any other art you're creating or even to get in touch and have a conversation with Mr. Peabody. So, you know, where can we find you and check out what you're creating for the world? Well, uh, Instagram and Facebook is Peabody Prodigy. You can look me up. Uh, but if you're going to go on Facebook, just look up Real Talk Radio, man. <laughs> but, um, Spotify's Mr. Peabody. iTunes, Apple's Mr. Peabody. Everything's Mr. Peabody, except for some strange reason, YouTube has made me Dr. Peabody. So I'm assuming the Mr. Peabody cartoon has stolen the limelight. But in my defense... <laughs> I didn't even know this guy existed when I came up with this name and just a little origin story. It's the name of the street I grew up on. So I, I was always on Peabody. So I figured I'd be Mr. Peabody, but yeah. So Mr. Peabody on all platforms, except YouTube, YouTube, Dr. Peabody. Maybe it's a sign of future things. You're, you're, <laughs> you're ascending from the Mr. Title to doctor. It's like, where's the PhD? You're the PhD of Peabody. Right. I'd love to be one of those artists. That should be a cool album title. The one PhD of those artists. Of what'd you say so that'd be maybe an intriguing song title or album title the, a phd of peabody <laughs> yeah oh an album that would be a dope album man. 
So, yeah. you know, I, so I, I love to close out the show by sharing an original track from the, the guest of the day. So what song would you like to share with the audience that we're going to close Ooh. out with? I mean, I sent you two of them, Young Man and also Yesterday's Cries. And just be off of the pure basis of mental illness or mental strengthness, whatever we want to call it, they're both based around that, but I'm going to go with yesterday's prize. I mean, it's worse in production, but more in uh, the essence of what we've been talking about. So yeah. I'm going to go with that one. Awesome. So, you know, all those links you had mentioned will be shared along with the episodes so everyone can check out those channels, check out all the variety of tunes he has. I know there's a handful of good ones on there that you'll all love. Miss, And I'm sure there's be many more to come. But we will close out the show with the track just mentioned. So thank you, Mr. Peabody, for joining us today. And thank you, everyone, for tuning in wherever you are. If you want to get in touch with Positive Energy Phil, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, all your favorite podcast platforms and all the fun social medias. And so just before we dive into this amazing original track, I just want to say I'm grateful for you all. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Keep sharing that love any way that you know how. Positive Energy Phil, signing out for now. Hope you enjoy the song. Peace out, my friends. Thank you for stopping by. Yeah, man. It's Mr. P by the dog. You see, the world needs to hear my music. And I can't say that for everybody. It's not all about trap bangers and cocaine with me, man. It's about life. Check me out. I'm just gonna throw my hands up high. I'm not gonna worry about yesterday's cries. I'm just gonna look up at the sky. And I'm gonna scream. I'm alive I'm just gonna throw my hands up high I'm not gonna worry about yesterday's cries I'm just gonna look up to the sky And I'm just gonna scream I'm alive Have you ever seen a teardrop of all? Have you ever seen pain turn into inspiration all in the same song? I'll give you pain, man, I'll give you life I'll give you truths and never lies I'll give you sunny days and rainy nights Red laser beams and red and blue lights Got a young adolescent's mind Scarred, torn and traumatized Love, pain and hatred dripping from my eyes I prayed and prayed and I screamed to the darkened skies And I realized for the first time that not even my prayers can rewind time why you unwind Leaving the people that I love confined Nobody truly knows the toll it takes on a young and mine Sometimes when you scream to the sky for a solution And never get a reply Your soul is submerged in pollution If you declare war upon the world In this game of life you'll always be losing The truth is that you never get more than you can handle Don't believe me, watch the teardrop turn into the flame Dancing on the candle you could never walk up in my shoes and never walk in my county sandals. Life's a game full of many scandals. I'm not gonna worry about yesterday.
Messages of forest sea drifted away in a lonely boat. Knowing nobody would ever read them, but I'm still emptying my soul. Blind to the fact that these messages I wrote, the world needed them to be exposed. Because it's through these very words that I give people hope. Raise that chin up, dig deep, and continue to go against all odds until you conquer the globe. Making sure they remember your name when it's time to go. Yesterday's cries I'm just gonna throw My hands up high And I'm just gonna Look up at the sky And I'ma scream I'm alive I'm not gonna worry About yesterday's cries I'm just gonna throw My hands up It's about life. 